You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another fun episode of the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am hanging out today with my super edgy aardvark friend, Amanda McEwen. <laughs> I don't know why you think I'm edgy today, but I'm going to go with it. Your shirt is edgy. It's not so edgy, but you are. I will you look take it. very cool. You look very Friday. Very Friday. Yeah, like you like you need to go to like a nightclub and have like a blue martini. Because going to a nightclub and drinking a blue martini is definitely something that I'm going to do. I don't know. It just feels <laughs> right. I think you should. Yeah, it's not really. That's not really. True to who Amanda is. I know, but you're dressed like that's the image I have of you. I'm for wearing tonight. a sweater and jeans. I, I don't know what's what's so maybe big about our it. listeners are going to tune in to see your edgy shirt. Maybe she's holy. She's got a holy shirt on. <laughs> okay. Holy shirts, Batman. <laughs> oh man, it's going to be one of those days. I think <laughs> I love it. Oh well. So should we tell our awesome listeners what we're talking about today? I think so. They might want to know. Well, I know. I know they want to know, but it's fun to just kind of build up to that moment for a second. <laughs> sort of. It's like your wrap up. As end. the listeners are like, insert eye roll here. Right. Like, Thanks, <laughs> Melissa. Yeah. So I was talking to Amanda about uh, a topic idea for today, and I said, you know, we're winding down the new year or the old year, the, the 2019 year. And I said, we need to reflect on our year because – Reflection is a huge part of growth. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we skip the part of reflecting in between. We do, do, do. We live, live, live. We are, are, are. And then all of a sudden it's like, happy new year. And then we're like, let's set goals. But we never took a second to just look back at what we did that year Mm -hmm. and maybe took a moment out to say, hey, I did a pretty good job with a few things, and I want to acknowledge that. So, Or I didn't do such a great job with some things. I got to work on that. Exactly. Those are helpful, too. Those are helpful. It's on my list. (laughs) Melissa has a list again. (laughs) Can you tell them how good my list looks? Uh, yeah, it's 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 printed, and it even has our logo at the top. She's taking her list, her list of notes, notes, notes list, notes, notes, her notes, notes, very seriously now. I really got excited when I made this. You're like one step away from laminating them. I might laminate them <laughs> next week. I don't know. I just got really excited. I was like, wow, this makes me feel really official for my podcast shoot day with my awesome Amanda McEwen friend. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to bring in this official piece of paper. Look at this. So if you're not watching and you're just listening, the way that our microphones are angled right now, and Melissa has a cup of coffee, and she has two options for how she can drink it. One, she has to put her arm over the mic stand, which makes her look like she's ready to do the tango. And then in the other, she has to go underneath, and it looks like she's trying to do bicep curls. So she's kind of torn today between, do I want to tango or do I want to curl my biceps? Well, and I'll alternate. On each side. She's working on her arm strength while we record. Yes. yes. Bicep curling. <laughs> I am. My bicep bring my arms are going to look awesome. So, um, <laughs> Amanda McEwen, I know you like to give me a hard time about my lists, but I have an idea. Okay. What if when you are reflecting, you wrote down an I did it list? An I did it list. It could be a reflective list called at the top a header 
I did it. <laughs> Exclamation it was, point. No list would be complete without a header. <laughs> <laughs> straight up. <laughs> That's right. Speaking my language. Uh, so I wrote down here to consider, and I did it list, when you start reflecting, thinking about things such as, let me give you a few ideas. Let me rattle off a few ideas and then we'll just run with them. Okay. okay. Favorite experience of 2019. Now, I know that you probably got a lot of things going through your mind right now, so it's hard <laughs> to narrow it down. There are no rules when you make lists. You could write them all down, but <laughs> highlight your all-time fave when you settle on it. Um, best meal of 2019. Ooh, that's a good one. Best advice that someone gave you in 2019. Well, we'll circle back to some of these, but I'm just giving you guys some ideas. Favorite book or movie? 2019, most magical moment, 2019, moment you're most proud of. Am I sparking anything in you, Amanda McEwen? See, these are kinds of things I need time with. I know, but I'm so just, that's why I'm, that's why right. I'm doing I think, this. I think that it's all, those are great things to focus on, but yeah, the, it's, it's funny because you say these and I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. But do I have Thank something you. that I can just rattle off? No, and, and that's say, why I'm kind of, I know we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have some conversations on maybe some that, that something arises for you. But I was just going to say like, um, one thing I can improve on before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. That adds to what you said. Yep. So definitely reflecting on things you accomplished or things you're super proud of, because isn't it interesting how sometimes we don't just take a moment to be proud of ourselves? Yes. I, I, I don't like that part of human nature. It's so yeah. easy for everyone to beat each, beat each other up or beat themselves up. Say, right. oh, I did this wrong, or I could have done this better, or oh, I failed at this and all this negative stuff, instead of saying, oh, but you know what? I did really good here, or I was great at this. And it, it's like people are so scared to use any of those terms, like great, or I really did well, or I'm excellent at this, because then you're, you're scared that you're going to be arrogant or, oh, yeah, she's cocky or whatever it is. And it's like, no, sometimes like, you have to be proud of what you do. And if not, I mean, kind of what's the point of doing it if you're not proud of it? No, but. absolutely. Um, I was also thinking about um, what is one thing that's been bugging you all year mm. or what's one thing that you have felt overwhelmed by all year that you can take some time to really think through and reflect on and be honest with yourself about and then think about the ways you could like make it better. Why are you making fun of me? Because <laughs> you have a death grip on your coffee cup this whole time. Do You're I? like not letting go of it. <laughs> because let me tell you, let me tell you why. Okay. Okay. You started talking about some really good, important stuff and I was about to take a sip at that time. And then I didn't want to distract you with my bicep <laughs> Bicep curl. Anytime you want to distract me with a bicep because curl, go I'm, ahead and feel I'm free. polite like that. Okay? I appreciate that. And so I was like, my friend is talking right now and she's going <laughs> to laugh when I take my next sip. And so I'm going to wait until she gets done with her thought. Hold on. I think everybody should have a friend who is willing to delay a bicep curl <laughs> in order to make you feel better. Or as to not distract you. I was just respecting your thoughts. I your appreciate wisdom. that. Hey. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, but going back to my thought was, what's something that's been on your mind or on your heart that you haven't resolved that 
maybe you want to take some time to resolve for yourself before going into the next mm-hmm. year, you know, here are some other ideas and then we'll, we'll kind of, we'll circle back and we'll dig in. But I was going to say also like, um, what did I learn this year? Mm-hmm. What was something that I learned that was so awesome? Um, who helped you or taught you something this year? So that's another another one. And then I have one last thought, and then we can kind of like go back and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, who's one person I can thank mm. this year for anything? And, you know, when when we're taking the time to to do some reflecting, I think it's important to think about all areas of your life. I think health, uh, I think your, uh, your family, your friends, your relationships, uh, work, your business life, um, home, your home life, just everything in your life. And, and kind of maybe ask yourself some of these questions regarding each one of those areas of your life. So that was just, that was where I was coming from when we talked about reflection. Yeah. And I think the reflecting part means spend some time with it because I'm not a big fan of looking back, so to speak. And, but I think you have to sometimes look back to go forward, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's where I don't think you should ever focus so much on what happened in the past because it's already done. You already did it. It's over. You can't change it. But have you properly learned from it so you can leave it behind? Yeah. And I think that this should happen throughout the year. I like to do things throughout the year. I don't really put such a strong emphasis on the end of the year. But for right. a lot of people, it's just the easier time to do it. And yeah. it makes perfect sense. I like to I, I like to wrap things up at the end of a year, at the end of a week, at you the wrap end of things a, up. Well, in a sense, in a sense. You know, like it's you. like I don't like to leave. Like I don't want to finish my work on Friday with a to-do list that's not complete. I I don't want to start off Monday of the work week with stuff that wasn't done the week before. Like feeling so behind, right? So it's yeah. kind of the same thing with a new year. It's like okay, let let's let's wrap. And plus that last week, that week between Christmas and New Year, so this week that's coming up, is typically nobody's working. Everybody's yeah. done. They're on holiday mode. There's not a whole lot going on. So I take the time to do real fun stuff, like clean up my hard drives and make sure that things are getting you know, backed up so I can put them away and clear out the space for the new year. Little things like that. But it's just, I, I don't know, it's a psychological thing that feels like, okay, I'm, I'm wrapping things up. So we're starting fresh yeah. and then going forward. No, it's, that's good. I, I think that a lot of people... I mean, I know for me it's true, but I know a lot of people who um, at the end of the year feel like uh, they're, they're, they're pumping themselves up for mm-hmm. the new year. And, you know, we've talked about this before on our podcast where it's like every day is a new day. Every, every day could be like a new year for you. It's mm-hmm. just a mindset shift yeah. or every hour, every moment, really, at any given moment you can decide – I'm ready to attack this or, you know, move forward in, in this area of my life in a whole new way. You don't have to wait until January right. 1 to do that. But um, but I do, I have found for myself taking some time to just get quiet and get really real 
And as you know, I like journaling. I like writing things down. And some people do really benefit a lot from that. Others, it's not their thing. But I think just um, giving yourself that time, it's actually taking time with yourself, spending time with yourself. And you can do this quietly. You could just sit and think about these things. If you like to write things down, you could do that. Uh, you could even type it up. I mean, whatever, whatever works for you. And I know as you smile with your, your I'm just listening to your brilliance. Well, thank you oh. for that. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like it's really time well spent to look back and say, I did some great things this year. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us focus on the things that are hard or the things that we're struggling with or the things that, uh, you know, roadblocks or things that just are feeling like they require more energy in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe we're struggling through, um, then, then spending the time going, you know what I did, I did this thing this year and I'm really proud of it and I feel so good about it. And I'm just going to take a moment. I'm not suggesting that you high five yourself. We knew it was coming. You could. <laughs> You could. We knew. I have maybe done that a time or two. Yeah, but I, I think it's important in this because you're you're doing the self-reflection. And I think at that point when you're looking back at everything that's happened throughout the year or whatever period of time you're reflecting, it's to, okay, if you, you come across something that maybe wasn't great, you forgive yourself for it and say, you know, I'm human, I made a mistake, or maybe I just didn't live up to my potential something happened. You don't love the way it happened, but it already did. So forgive yourself for it. If there's somebody else involved, forgive them for it. Like, don't hold on to that negativity. Just let it go so you can move forward. And I think that that's one of those things that that a lot of people just hang on to the negativity and like subconsciously it it seeps in and stops you from getting to where you need to go. And sometimes I don't even think, you know, it's, it's in there. So that's why the getting quiet and actually taking the time to focus on this stuff. And, and we always talk about it, but be honest with yourself about what you're feeling about what really happened, your role in things. Uh, Are you putting the blame on other people? It's not your clients that meant you know, made you not have a great year financially or, you know, whatever happened. It's take, take control, uh, take accountability for what your part in all of it was. And if there were things that you were out of your control, let it go. Yeah. In order to grow, you got to let it go. (laughs) Hashtag modes quotes right here. Mm -hmm. I'm just felt, I felt corny for that moment. It felt good though. I'm glad. I don't like to suppress things. No, you don't. <laughs> I like to just let them let them go. <laughs> As, but it, this is one of the endearing qualities about you. Thank you. And I think, it, but everybody knows how happy you are. I think that's a big part of it because you're not just keeping it all inside. Never. You're just letting it out. I am. Yeah. I am. Oh, so reflection doesn't have to be all serious business. It can be fun things too. It should be fun uh, things. It too. should be fun. Mm-hmm. It actually can be a very fun process. But did anything pop in your head when I said favorite experiences of 2019? Not off the top of my head. And it's because January feels so long ago. I think it seriously does. It feels like an eternity. And I and in my head, as as you're talking, I'm trying to think like, what was that this year? What happened this year? Yeah. And this is why like I would need to sit down with it. And, yeah. and really think about it. But I mean, there was some fun travel for me this year. There were some great concerts. 
Um, I spent a lot of time with you this year. I know. And that's been a lot say, of fun. So I was going to say one of my favorite things about the year was us working mm-hmm. on our podcast together. Yeah. I think and my my whole circle has kind of shifted. You know yeah. how you go through phases and yeah. you're really close with certain people for a while and then you move around and then you connect with somebody else and then maybe it, it shifts a little bit. Yep. And that, that's I feel like that's happened a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Like there, there's new and different people in my in my sphere. Yeah. And that's kind of fun too, because it is fun. And and I'll have my old reliable circle too. I mean, I have friends that I've had since high school. Yep. And it's it's always so funny to me talking about reflecting because these are people that I've known for a lot, a lot of years. (laughs) We'll just leave it at a lot of years. But just a few. (laughs) Just a few. But these are people, and it's always funny because if we were to meet now, there's no way we would be friends. We have nothing in common other than the fact that we were in the same place and we're forced to know each other and be, share space. But because of that, there's this huge diversity in my friend group that I find very entertaining. Awesome. But it's, yeah, those are, those are good people who I know are going to be there yeah. my entire life. It's, it's cool when you have a history with mm-hmm. with uh, people like from your childhood and you went to school with them. And, and like you said, if you met them today, it might not be a, a match for a friend, but uh, but they are like, they just add so much mm-hmm. more uh, dimension and fun and, yes. and interesting. <laughs> wow. I remember hey. having an event. I think it was, I, so I, I used to have Amanda Palooza every year. Amanda Palooza. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. That is amazing. <laughs> Please tell us a little bit about Amanda Palooza. It was, it was basically just a birthday celebration, which I'm not a big birthday celebrator. Can we bring that back? As you know. But we we can. We figured it, like, it was, and it was the same friend group that were basically like, there's one day that can be about you. And I said, you know, okay. Sure. Me, me, what, what does that feel like? We, I can have one day that's about me because I, I don't really have a day that's about me. So we, it, it at one point became rather large and there are some big events that, that we did, but it, it's, 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 it shifts every year. And then as I think past 30, it kind of lost its luster. Because, We're bringing it back. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a couple of years from 40, so 40, we have to do something. Well, we'll, but we'll work up to it. We'll work up to it. Yeah. But it, what would happen is I would have the high school friends, I would have my current newer friends, I'd have work people. And so there's this giant diversity of people that make no sense together. But everybody always had such a great time because of that. They're, because a lot of times you're circle is the people in your industry maybe, or they're, they're all very similar, which is great. You can connect really well with people who are similar, but isn't it fun to connect with people you have nothing in common with? Yeah. I mean, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this, this makes no sense, but it makes but somehow it does. Perfect sense. Right. Yeah. And so I have other friends. What happened is I did it one year and then my other friends were like, so what are we doing this year? Because they enjoyed being around those other people that they never get to see. That's cool. And so it, it basically became, I would forget. I never really pay attention. Like my birthday's coming up, but one friend or another would be like, so about a month out, like, what are we doing? Amanda Palooza. Amanda Palooza. Wow. I'm excited for Amanda Palooza. <laughs> wow. Okay. April, right? April. All right. I got some time to think that through. Good. (laughs) Brent, we'll get on that, right? Yes. You and me, homie. We got this. It's a man day. It's a man day. (laughs) Yes. I love it. So one of my favorite moments of 
2019. I can think of quite a few, but one that stands out for me was toward the end of 2018, I found out about the You Are a Badass books. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? That was just like a game changer for Mm -hmm. me. So if you have not read uh, Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass, get on it, friends. It is so good. She's so funny. And she's like giving all this great like personal growth advice, but with her own just awesome flair. She's hilarious. She's got a great sense of humor and she's snarky. I like snarky. But yeah, <laughs> she's great. I was listening to the audiobook version of it when I walked every morning and just hysterically laughing. I've listened to it a few times because I just, I think it's so great. But what I loved so much about uh, her her writing style and the way that she shared was uh, I decided to go to a book signing event that she did in um, Dallas, Texas in January. It was actually the first thing I did in the new year. Um, and I hopped a plane. I drove, or actually flew to Austin to meet my brother and my sister-in-law and my brother actually never ever is a big book reader, but I got him into the You Are a Badass thing. He read the book. He loved it. So we all drove to Dallas to go to this book signing event and hear her speak. She spoke just like she writes. She was just brilliant and funny. And you know what I thought to myself when I was there? I thought, I am proud of myself for taking time out of working and just you know, all the focus that I put into the the just daily life of being a business owner and helping others and serving others to just serve myself for a moment yeah. and just to be kind to me. And it was something that I genuinely wanted to do. And I was like genuinely mm-hmm. giddy about it. <laughs> like I was so excited to meet her mm-hmm. and not like from like a super fan weird thing, right. but I just genuinely respected her and was like, man, Jen Sincero is a cool chick. She has got it going on, and I'm going to go support her. So I did. Met her. She signed my book. I didn't even read what she wrote. I was just talking away like, oh, blah, 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 just doing my whatever, Melissa Motesness, just talking away <laughs> to her. And then like that night, my brother said, hey, did you read your book? Did you read what she wrote you? And I said, no, I got to look. And she said something to the effect of, I really enjoyed meeting your sparkly self. (laughs) And that just was like the icing on the cake. So my point is, as far as a moment in reflection for me, I was really happy that I took some time just straight up to do something very personal, very, Mm -hmm. very much for me that I was excited about. And, uh, and it was a great, it's a great memory. And, and I hope that she writes more books and I can go meet her again. So that's <laughs> well, something for me. And what I like about that is because you are always talking, like, I think a lot of your joy comes from serving others. And a lot of times she just got this giant smile on her face just hearing about it. And that's one of those things that it's so great that you like to serve others. But a lot of times people who put that much focus on serving others forget to take care of themselves. And that can be really detrimental in so many ways. Not that you should be so self-absorbed that you're only thinking about yourself, but sometimes you have to tell your clients, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to take this day off. Something like that. You have to tell your friends. You have to tell your family, your clients. Sometimes you just have to take that time for yourself to do whatever it is that needs to be done. Like Amanda Appreciation Day or Melissa Appreciation Day. Right. And straight up to just do something Mm -hmm. for yourself where you say, I appreciate myself. Yes. I'm doing this thing. 
for me. So <laughs> it feels good. It does. It does. And I think, you know, because some, it, it's so funny. One of my big reflections from this year is just because I think I'm three years into my business and I'm seeing the ebbs and the flows and the, the patterns that arise. And it, it was just funny. Like, I remember talking to some people this summer who didn't know me before. And I was saying, I swear I actually work. I promise, like I, I really do work, but summer was so slow that, and it's always slow. But this year, like I didn't really worry about it. It was just kind of, okay, this is my slow time. So I'm going to go travel here and I'm going to go there and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to use this time to meet with some people and do some things. And it, it just, it was, it was fine. But I was looking over my, <laughs> like my bookkeeping for the year and the little graph of every month. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's like a really nice Colorado mountain range, how, how it has gone throughout the year. And in the same year, I've had one of the slowest months I've ever had, and I've had the absolute busiest month that I've ever had. And I, I'm saying busy in terms of income mostly. Yeah. But the great thing, and when I do this reflection about the year, I always compare my income to what I was making at my job job. And as, I, I feel like that's kind of my, my barrier there. Not, not barrier, but it's, it's my, my line of comparison. That yeah. as long as I'm making more, it's great. And it, it wouldn't matter if I was making less. It, it's really not about that. It's more just a... That's a baseline, it's a though, reassurance. that you like to... That's that's what you like to look at it. Yeah. That's the the, the, the framework yeah. you like to look at it through. Yeah. And and every year, every year, it's it's been better. And I, so not only do I make more, but I work a lot less. Like I said, I barely worked this summer. I mean, yeah. I did things. I was never not working. But there were times when I could just really not do that. There was one day that I didn't actually get dressed until I went to Pilates at 4.30. Like I was just in a robe all day. And I thought that was amazing. Like, <laughs> it was just, I just never got around to it. It was like a, a Thursday, I think, or a Tuesday. It was just a normal day. And I was like, nah, you know, I'm not going to do like it today. It. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a nice, and that's a really good day. Working for yourself <laughs> and also working from yes. home. And, yes. uh, that is a beautiful thing. I, I, I partake in rope wearing until <laughs> uh, late hours at times. Yeah. And sometimes so much so that I'm like, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm just going to take a shower and put on a fresh robe. <laughs> this is the best. I have four robes to be yeah. precise. So yeah. I like to well, rotate them. And that's pretty much the work from home cycle, right? You, like, you yeah. sleep in your pajamas and you take a shower and then you put on clean pajamas. Yes. So yeah. I mean you're you're dressed yeah. quote for work you are dressed but, yeah. yeah I mean you're not just in the same clothes all day but you're in comfy clothes all day and it's fantastic it is it <laughs> is a good thing I'm I'm I've come to this place in my life now where uh, I, I I love fashion and I do really appreciate cute you know well put together outfits and accessories and cute booties and the whole bit but you like I go, cute booties I like cute booties. <laughs> I like lots of different types of cute booties. <laughs> Whatever works for you, Melissa, most. No, but what I was saying was I like comfort over anything yes. at this point. Well, it's like, are those cute booties, but are they comfortable? Well, we, we all know that this is my MO in life. And it, it's so funny. A lot of, I, I talk, so there, one of my clients, and she's, I consider her a friend too. She is in a, in a career, her company that requires her to be fully dressed and fashionable all the time. She owns a casting agency. So she's, mm. and not only is she a model, like she owns this company, she is the face of the company. She goes to all these 
these shoots to make sure her talent are, are doing what they're supposed to, but she always has to present herself in a certain way. And it's like, she's so, she's so beautiful, but she's always in like the really nice clothes and all the jewelry and the hair is done and the makeup's perfect. And I, the number of times I've talked to her on the phone and she's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, eh, you know, like, sitting in your, she's like, I know what you're doing. You're sitting in your comfy clothes or you're, you're probably going to Pilates at some point. Like there's one time it was a Saturday and she's like, I can just go watch Grey's Anatomy if you want to. And, and it is, she just has so much envy for <laughs> where I, I get to just basically comfort, be in envy. comfort all day. But I'm also in a very different industry and she, yeah. it's part of her job. We but need the, to but introduce I also, her to Elastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would ever do it. <laughs> but I look at her and I think, man, she always looks so put together. Like there's a part of me that would love to be fashionable, but comfort You're fashionable for me, today. I'm edgy today, apparently. You're edgy fashionable. But yeah, I, I always, but part of it, and it, it's funny, like, because we know one of my, my big hobbies, <laughs> she's tangoing now. Yeah. One of my hobbies, I go to a lot of concerts. Mm-hmm. If that's considered a hobby, I don't know. I just, it's something that I do. And I often see these women in these really tall heels, which, and they're kind of stumbling around and they're standing sometimes for hours and they're not comfortable. Yeah. And they're the same ones that then walk out barefoot on the gross, gross, gross casino floor. Yeah. And I just don't get it. And it's, yeah. fortunately, I am a little bit taller, so I'm not, I don't need the extra height. But my, my whole life, I'm like, you, you rarely will catch me in a shoe that's not flat. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but I have enough injuries and issues and other things. Like I don't need to give myself foot pain and back pain and other problems just so I, I like my legs are more angled. I don't. Yeah, it's I'll, not for me. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will say that I'll I'll go through some pain yeah. to be like, man, my calves look nice in that dress. <laughs> 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 so I'll be like, yeah. Those shoes hurt my feet, but now though I have this thing where I, I make a deal with myself. I'm like, I'm going to wear heels, but I'm going to try to find heels that don't kill my feet and my back. Mm-hmm. Or I can at least wear them for like three or four hours. Yeah. And then then when they start hurting, mm-hmm. it's like, all right. But we don't want shoes that are straight up sitting shoes right <laughs> out of the gate. You know what I mean? Straight up sitting shoes. <laughs> you, those are shoes that only you want to wear sitting. And, right, and uh, yeah. those are, those are the worst. Um, yeah. but what, uh, any, did anybody give you any good advice this year? No, not at all. Okay. No, I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Great. I'm so kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, Edgy well, Amanda and her Edgy shirt today. We, we haven't learned yet. Sarcasm is uh, yeah, a thing that I really enjoy. No, and you know, it has, I've got, I, I wish I, I mean, I kind of wish I would have seen your list ahead of time. But Sorry. No, no, it's, it's good um, because that's how we do our podcast. It's unsurprised. It is. Yeah. And I feel like I've gotten a ton of good advice from people this year. I wish I could pinpoint something, but again, like I, the, the time is blurring together so much. Yeah. Because I'm sure this happens to you. There are things sometimes like, oh yeah, I saw this person the other day. The other day was like seven months ago. Yeah. It's but it weird. feels like it was just the other day. Time so, is scary like that. It, yeah. It does pass so quickly. Yeah. I, um, any anything uh, come into your mind as far as like magical moment, something you're proud of that you did this year? 
I want to say the podcast. And, yeah. and it's not because that's what we're doing right now, but really for both of us. Yeah. I mean, this was a big step out of our comfort zones. It was I huge. mean, me especially. Like I, I've been, you know, for years fighting off being on camera for any reason because I like to be behind it. And it's it's been really helpful in a lot of ways. And it's it's really, and we've talked about this on the podcast, but we're talking about self-reflection. Yeah. And being out of your comfort zone, but being on camera, stumbling over words, like I'm doing right this moment because I'm trying to come up with what I'm going to say, but I'm not saying, you know. <laughs> You're not. But all of those things, watching the weird faces that I make just in talking normally, also the faces I make at you every time you read off of a list, um, <laughs> these are all, that kind of reflection has been good because what it does, in a sense, has allowed me to just let it go because yeah. it doesn't matter. I can't, I can't change my face. <laughs> These are the facial expressions that I make. And it, it's funny because a lot of times, and we'll talk about being awkward or being weird or these things. And there are people who think, oh, don't be self-deprecating. I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel that awkward is bad. I don't feel that weird is bad. When I say that I'm boring, I don't think that that's bad. I'm just different than a lot of people. And you I'm not it. apologizing you for it. You just own it. And so yeah, it's it, actually John McLean said this to me the other day because I'd said something about being boring. And he's like, oh, you're so self-deprecating. I'm like, no, I just, it, compared to other Vegas people, I want to hang out at home. That's not very exciting. But um, yeah, it, 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 there is that element. I, I, do, I do like to have a little bit of mystery about me. But at the same time, the podcast is helped and because other people come to us and they say, oh, it's really helping me on this. Or I think, and I think I said it on here before, but it still stuck with me when one of the students said that I was her uh, spirit animal. I love I it. I love that so much because people do relate to being awkward and, you know, it, it's, I just said, you know, so. Well, it, it has you called yourself worked. out on saying it, so. But, and that's, I think, a big part of self-reflection. And we, we just had an episode a couple weeks ago about calling ourselves out on things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that ties in with being honest when you're reflecting on your, your year or whatever you're reflecting on. Be honest with yourself. Call yourself out on, I did not do this well, or I did this well. And, yeah. and just, I think it's important to have the balance in mm-hmm. doing both um, the things that you felt like you did really well to, to take the time to, to look at that, but the things that you can improve upon, but you have to kind of resolve certain things. I mean, you have to mm-hmm. resolve anything before you can move forward. Yeah. Um, if you want to grow, if you want to take something to the next level. So I think it's just, it's, it's like tidying up your hard drive, you mm-hmm. know, and organizing yeah. it. It's just doing that internally for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, something I did very recently that was for myself that made me feel so good was I attended a writing retreat mm-hmm. and it was very different than I had um, envisioned it to be. Um, I've been doing a lot more writing this year. Uh, also, you know, I write mm-hmm. stuff for the podcast and I write a lot for the studio and I'm just, I'm finding myself in a position where I'm writing a lot more blogs for the studio and, and a lot of different things. And I thought, I just wanted to see what a writing retreat would be all about. And I learned a ton. And one of the interesting exercises that we did that I would encourage our listeners to do. I found a lot out about myself by doing this exercise was uh, the instructor said, 
I want you to take 10 minutes and write a letter to your nine-year-old self and just see what comes of it. There was no, um, there were no rules. It was just write a letter to your nine-year-old self. Then it was, after we did that exercise, now sit down and write a letter to your 90-year-old <laughs> self. Holy, I was so <laughs> just, it, it was, you know, just a wild personal, you know, little journey for me and a little adventure, but it just, a lot of things came up for me that surprised me for writing to my nine-year-old self. A lot of it was super positive, but some of it was like kind of heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to thinking a little bit about my my mom passed away when I was little, and it kind of like just brought up some some stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I wrote to you know to I, I was comforting my nine-year-old self in mm-hmm. the letter that I wrote, and um, and then my ninety-year-old self, it kind of just was like wow, what a ride. You know, it was that kind of a thing, kind of thinking about what my life, what I hope my life to be by the time I'm 90 years old. So it was an awesome exercise. Mm -hmm. So talk about reflection, you know, and imagine trying to reflect back on your life from your 90-year-old self. Right. Whoa. Yeah. I love it. That's what, you know, I, I love spending time with my grandpa for that reason. I mean, he's 96. He's got a lot, lot of life advice. I mean, just stories and all, all of those things that like, just to imagine that put that many years in, like the things that he's seen. And, and it gets, got to a point a few years ago, he's like, I can't watch the History Channel because I, list- I lived it all already. Oh, my God. It's like all coming around again. That's, that's and it's wild it, to think yeah, about. It, it's because I, I feel, you know, not, not that I'm saying that 38 is old because I'm not, but I feel old sometimes. And I think, oh, I've You're been around for soul. so, I, well, I've been an old lady my whole life. Everybody knows it's like I was born old. <laughs> there's, there's always been an old lady in there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just part of who I am. Yeah. But it's, it, it's interesting because I think 38 years is really not that long when you think that there could still be another 60 ahead of me. Yeah. It, oh, there, there will be. Well, there will be yeah. you and your celery juice. Well, no, according to my financial planner, I have to plan to be in well into my hundreds because wow. of my lifestyle and diet and all these other things. Plus the fact that at least three of my four grandparents lived well into their 90s. The fourth one, I don't know. Um, that Amanda yeah. Palooza is going to be big. Your <laughs> yeah. 100th Amanda my Palooza. Centennial. Yeah. I will be there. I will be 105. <laughs> I'm going to be 105 years old planning your 100th party. (laughs) You're going to have pink hair. I'm sure I'm going to have pink hair. You better believe it. Actually, in my 90-year-old self letter, I I talked about how great my pink hair was. I'm sure you did. You know, I want to go back to one of your questions about some good advice from the air. Because our our lovely producer over here, Brent McKay, uh, really instilled in both of us don't worry about being perfect. And that's really hard when you're a perfectionist and you want to do everything the best yeah. and the greatest. That That's always been my way with, again, with the podcast, but with all things, don't worry about being perfect. It sounds so simple, but it's really, really hard to let go of that. And I think Brent, who's sitting here and that's why I'm addressing him, I think you've helped. I know you've helped me with that a lot. So I thank you for that. And uh, just really, sometimes it's just getting that other perspective of don't yeah. worry about it. Just yeah, 
Let do it, go. it and then give less hoots. Give less hoots. <laughs> That's a callback. That is a callback. <laughs> I try to tie tie yeah. in a past episode. No, but that is really really good advice. And um, I, you've given a lot of really good advice. Uh, I feel like you help me a lot. By the way, Thanks. and uh, I feel really fortunate that um, you're really. <clears throat> instrumental in helping me with the voice actor studio. And I just, uh, you, you've taught me a lot through example and the way that you run your business and your life. And I've had some really awesome takeaways from it this year, especially through doing the podcast. Um, you know, we've gotten to know each other, I think in an even deeper level and our, our friendship has grown a lot from it. Um, but I just, I really appreciate like, uh, the boundaries that you, um, you, you know, you have mm -hmm. as far as, no, um, the, the your communication style. I mm -hmm. like the way that you do things because you have a really great way of just like saying, I'm doing this. This is, this is what's going on. Just letting you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, it's, it's very, um, you're very clear and you're really good at letting me know always where you're coming from and what's going on with you. But, uh, there's just this really nice, professional, classy way that you conduct yourself that I really love. Well, thank you. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I love it. And there's never an apology or mm. a explanation. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm very unapologetic. It's but, true. And unless I really feel it's Some deserved. people communicate that right. way and yeah. it gets exhausting, to it, be honest, when does. people are like, I can't do that and I'm mm -hmm. so sorry. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Yeah. There's never an apology and there's never um, a long-winded reason. It's mm -hmm. just, hey, I'm not going to be available Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Just let you know. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. I'm I totally good to know. Nope. Note to self, you know, but it's, I love that. It's Thank very you. clean. And, um, and I've actually, uh, taken some pages out of your book, if you would, and applied them to some of the ways that I do things, uh, this year. So that's some advice okay. you've given me through example. Well, I like that because I do, I, I just think to me, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I have, and, and when we're talking about reflection, I always think about my clients and I, I don't have this giant list of clients what I do, just like I was talking about my friend circle, I have, what I do have is a very solid group of very loyal clients mm -hmm. who pay on time, mm -hmm. who value what I do and who I enjoy working with. Mm -hmm. And that, those are all the, the huge things. Like I've, I've had some crazy jobs this year and I've worked with some people that I think, I don't know if I'm going to work with them again. And that's fine. Sometimes that happens and, and you learn from it. But I also had a very interesting thing this week. Um, there's a client who I first worked with three years ago. And that was, that was good timing. I feel like I got a sound effect in there. <laughs> but I, I started working for the first time on a really big project when I was working on the presidential debate. So I worked with this woman for the first time and it, it was, it was a bit rocky. I think not really for any reason other than we'd never worked together before. It was a very high stress event. There was a lot of pressure and there, there was just a lot of figuring things out. I'm not used to working with somebody who micromanages and it was very difficult for me in that way. But at the same time, I could understand like you, this is all riding on you. Sometimes you have to be overly involved, especially when you don't know a person yet. It's really hard to just give them their trust based on, even if it's based on the word of somebody, because I was referred to her by two other people who she does know really well. But that, that experience 
was an interesting one. Now, fast forward a few years later, and she doesn't have a ton of work for me. She has a staff, so there's, we, I mean, we see each other a couple times a year, but she, um, when her production manager is out of town, she'll always call me and like, you know, can, can you just be on, on available to help, usually with budgets and Excel-related things, because she's one of those that doesn't like spreadsheets either. And what's happened is every, like, she's great. Like she and I enjoy working with each other. She gets now. I'm not going to come to the office. That everything I do is going to happen from home. There's those boundaries are now very well established. She this week she called me not only her security blanket, she also told one of my other clients that I was her secret weapon. I love and it. And these are things that I, I really take, even though they're just she just something she said in passing. To me, that was a big reflection because. I want to be everybody's security blanket. I, I think I'm that for you in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And for that, for a lot of my other clients, that's really what I aim to be. Mm-hmm. It's like you need somebody, you need something taken care of, you have me. Yeah. Nothing's going to fall through the cracks because like, I'm on your team. I'm here to support you yeah. and you know, whatever love, you need. I also love how detail-oriented you are. And, you know, I want to say something. It is very hard to find someone you can work with that you trust Mm -hmm. so fully, but trust that they're not going to miss a detail because there, there are details. I'll be writing something or putting like, just, we had a, we had an amazing sale for the Mm -hmm. studio for all of our students. And, you know, I wrote a promotion to kind of let everybody know about the, the sale and all the stuff. And my brain is like, okay, (laughs) Melissa, and I'm doing, I'm doing voiceover Mm -hmm. projects and I had some deadlines and some other stuff. And I wrote this thing and I'm like, I'm confident that it's all in there. I'm going to send this over. Amanda's going to get this out to all the amazing (laughs) people that come to the voice actor studio. And she's like, Hey, I went ahead and put the promo code in there for you because, uh, yeah, you didn't do that. And I was like, yeah, totally didn't put the promo code into the sale thing that I wrote. Yeah. Now, that is one example, but there are so many things. I could give you guys well, countless examples, but it's not only that you noticed that and obviously you added it in, but you go through everything with such a fine-tooth comb and everything, the details are what matter most. They are so important. So, and you you. are just, you are a you are a detail specialist. Detail specialist. And and I make mistakes too. It's not, no, I don't, nobody's perfect, including myself, as much as I would like people to think otherwise. But I think you're pretty perfect. That's all I got. The the thing is though, when you do make a mistake, you just have to own up to it. Yeah. And just, because a lot of times people are scared to do that and they realize it and then, or they try to bury it or cover it up or pretend it never happened. And I just don't, I I don't think that works. I don't think that works in business. I don't think that works in life. I think you make a mistake, you own up to it and you move on. Yeah. But it's funny, the detail thing, I don't know where it comes from, but I will tell you, I woke up at 3 a.m. the other day. Not not last night, the night before. Woke up at 3 a.m. thinking about a line item from this specific budget, realizing that, okay, there's a, this is so boring, but it's, this is the thing it's so weird because in my brain at 3 a.m., while I was sound asleep, I was woken up with a thought that there's a piece missing from this budget that my client hadn't taken care of. And I, I tried to kind of let it go. And the whole rest of the night was weird because my brain, apparently my brain wanted to think. But I got up in the morning and I went over and I looked at the budget. Sure enough, this thing wasn't in there. So I sent her an email. I'm like, hey, just so you know, this is included in the budget, but the hotel block doesn't know about these dates for these people. 
And she was just like, I don't know how you figured that out, but thank you because it, it saved a huge disaster. That's your subconscious. But I wasn't like, why did I have to think about that at 3 a.m.? Well, and where did thing. that like, where because did get pulled from? <laughs> your, your subconscious picked up on yeah. that problem and solved that problem. <sighs> When during regular business hours, thank you very much. <laughs> but you didn't get the memo. So right. you got the memo at 3 a.m. Yeah. And it's funny how our but brains work. It, it's and wild. It, it is. It, this is one of those things that, again, it's it's somehow inherently who I am yeah. that my brain does things. <laughs> I was like, really? 3 a.m. You had to think about that? Couldn't think about it when I'm sitting in front of it, when, that's, when I'm actually working. 3 a.m. Your subconscious was being shy. Apparently. It didn't want to speak up during business hours. It was like, um, uh, um, excuse me, Amanda McEwen. Uh, um, yes. Could you please wake up for a second? I have something to My tell you is not about that this line. I have a line item I need to discuss with you. I really hope that's what my inner voice sounds like. Your inner voice is really cute like this. It's a stuffy nose. Okay. Thanks. Oh, I don't man. know what just happened there, but I don't I don't I liked um, it. I really it was fun. It's fun. Anything else on this sheet that, that? intrigued you that you wanna talk about? Um, well, who can I thank? I already thanked Brent, but I also want to thank you, Melissa Most, for being my partner in this because and, and I think I've talked about it before, but I'm not sure. Maybe I've just thought it. Who knows? Because my subconscious sometimes does um, its excuse own me, thing. Amanda McKeon. <laughs> Bad. Well, one of my strengths slash weaknesses, because there are those things that are both, is I always do everything on my own. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I have to do it on my own. I always feel like it's going to be better if I do it on my own. Like it's it's something that my whole life that's just been, I need to prove myself and I'm going to do it by myself. Yeah. And I've done that. And I really feel that I, I've, I've proven, I, and I don't need to, I, I don't need to prove it to anybody other than me, mm-hmm. but I think I've already established I'm fine on my own. Yeah. However, it's very nice to have a true business partner, not even just business partner. I mean, you're like, you're not, you're all of these things. You're technically a client and you're technically a business partner, but you're also my friend. Yeah. You're all of these things. And you've made all of this so much easier. Like I, I couldn't do, I, I could do a podcast on my own. I don't think I would want to. Yeah. It's not as much fun. I, I like rolling my eyes at your, your goofy lists. And I, I like that you just break out into song on a whim. And yeah, that, that you're all pink and sparkly. And subconscious voices on the fly. Yes, that you've created the voice of my subconscious. And she's stuffy and sheepish, apparently. She's so. just cute. She's cute. She has glasses. Oh, good. I, I just, I just need to know. Good. Well, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you as you were telling me how awesome how you awesome thought I you was. Are. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You were talking into my bad ear. Let's do that again. Nope. Nope. Here's my good All ear. All done. I'm on. Thanks now. No. But yeah, I just want to say, actually, I want to thank everybody who's listening, anybody who's yeah. listening, anybody who's watching, even people who aren't listening and watching, everybody in my life. Yeah. Everybody gets a thank you. Yeah. We like Oprah handing out cars and we all have to thank give you our thank yous. Thank you. You get a thank you. You, you get a get thank, thank you. you. And a thank you over there. Yeah. That's, that's a all beautiful I got. thing. That's all I got. No, it's a, it, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. And I have also really enjoyed this podcast uh, journey together. And one of the things it's done for me too is make me um, overcome my fear or just 
uncomfortable feeling about being in front of a camera. I just forget that there's a camera there now. And I remember the first probably, oh, 20 episodes. Pierce looking over where at it. It was looking at me, you know. What are you doing over and there, camera? It was just it was just a weird thing. I felt yeah. very exposed. Yes. I felt very 